We are here with Dr. Helen Egger. Yeah. Nice to be with you. How are Thank you? Thank you. I'm doing great. So you are the day. department chair yes. of the Child and Adolescent Psychiatry Department yeah. uh, and also the director of the Child Study Center. Yep. Yep. So I thought we'd start by learning about you yeah, thank and you. your background and uh-huh. how you got involved in what you do. Yeah. Um, tell us about you. Yeah, so I'm a child psychiatrist and my area of focus is actually early childhood mental health. So I focus on kids zero to six years old. Um, but in my role as chair, I lead a large department. We have over mm. 100 faculty members and we care for children zero to 18 years old for you know, the full range of mental health challenges that children have from mm. depression to anxiety to um, ADHD. And we do it both in outpatient settings, but also uh, children who are hospitalized, mm. either on psychiatric services or uh, in hospitals for medical problems, we help to take care of their mental health needs. It seems like it's such a, an extraordinary time in the world, really, for mental health issues in yeah. general, I think for all ages, but also for children. Um, yeah. Are you, is that, is that true? Is, is now different than historically yeah. or so are we I, just I noticing it? I think we're noticing it more. I mean, the key thing with mental health is, one, it's mental health problems are very common. So um, about one in nine children, and this Mm. includes young children as well as older children, have a mental health disorder that impacts their functioning in some Mm. way. But because of the way our health system is set up, as well as the stigma about um, mental health issues, very few children get the help they need. So Mm. one's you know, statistic that really drives a lot of my work, which is in our country, 75% of children who have an impairing mental health disorder never get any mental health care at all. So that one of the things for me as a leader of an academic department, and we're serving many, many children every day, every year, is also knowing that We are not seeing the majority of children and we are not meeting the needs Mm. of the majority of children. And so that's the other part of my background is I'm an epidemiologist. Mm. So my research is focused not on kids who come into a clinic, but rather understanding in the population, how common are these problems? Mm. What do they look like? What, how do they develop over a child's lifetime. And that's really important because it helps us to realize where there's unmet need, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is really critical. So as we're understanding these, these big challenges and we're understanding this unmet need, yeah. where's the opportunity for innovation? Yeah. What role does innovation play, technology innovation, perhaps digital innovation, yeah. to really try to help solve some of these yeah. big challenges? One of the things that's really interesting right now about digital and how it impacts our lives is we're aware of a lot of the negative impacts and our concerns for our children and their screen time, mm-hmm. etc., And that is all very, very true. On the flip side, I really believe that um, digital technology and data science holds the key for us to really create transformative change in how and when and where we identify problems that children are having and try to help 
um, kids get treatment um, and support. One of the key things there is a model that just provides mental health care in a clinic setting Mm -hmm. is really problematic, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Either people don't have insurance or they don't have transportation. So I'm very focused on how do we get evidence-based knowledge about children's mental health to parents and to children in their homes, Mm -hmm. in their schools, in the communities where Mm -hmm. they live, so that they can be informed and have the knowledge to either advocate for the health care that they need or to seek it out. Mm. Um, So we're focusing on that in in a number of ways in our department. I want to tell you about the Wonder Lab and about our tools. Yeah, tell us about the Wonder Lab. And then about... Uh, telepsychiatry. So it's sort okay. of connected. We have new ways to deliver care and new ways to reach parents. So, so what is the Wonder Lab? Yeah, so the mm-hmm. Wonder Lab um, is, I founded the Wonder Lab, and what it is, it's a place where we bring together experts in child mental health with people who do uh, digital technology, so developers, designers, data scientists, and we all come together, uh, mm-hmm. researchers, we have a bioethicist, and we all come together to try to solve problems in uh, facing children who have mental health problems. And the thing we're working on is is derived from my own work, which is in early childhood mental health, and that is how do we get recognition that very young children, like older children, experience and suffer and are impaired by mental health problems? Mm. How do we get that information to parents? And number two, how do we solve the problem of... uh, getting information really from the child's behavior. Right now, if you observe children's behavior uh, in a valid way, it involves training someone in some protocol. It takes a lot of time. It's very expensive, so it doesn't happen. So I started this work that we're doing in the Wonder Lab by working with a team of engineers to say, how can we develop a scalable way to automatically code children's behaviors and emotions? So, because that's really the only way we're going to create something that will that will grow. Mm-hmm. So, what we did, uh, our first study, uh, which paper came out last week in uh, Nature Digital Medicine, oh, we'll is put for, a link to that. Yeah, yeah. is an app called Autism and Beyond, and this is when I was at Duke University, where I was before I came to NYU. And the paradigm that we used is we created a study that was fully in the smartphone, so parents could enroll in the study by downloading the app. Mm filling out a consent form, and then doing different activities. But the core that was innovative in this study is that children would sit on the parent's lap. These are kids one to six years old. And parent would hold up the phone, and the child watched four 30-second videos. Mm -hmm. Bubbles, a bunny. We turned the phone into a camera, so the Mm -hmm. mirror, so the child was looking at him or herself. Mm -hmm. While the child watched these movies, we used the front-facing camera on the phone to record a video of Mm -hmm. them watching uh, the phone. Then we uploaded those videos, and then we used computer vision algorithms to automatically quantify the child's emotions and the child's attention. We create tools for what we call the supercomputer in your pocket. So um, everybody has one. Everyone has one. And because we're building tools that are feasible, affordable, and globally scalable. Mm -hmm. That that and so we're really making decisions to make tools that can reach as many families um, and as many children as possible. So are there areas of innovation that you wished 
more uh, entrepreneurs, innovators were focusing on today yeah. well, or I over think, the next few years? Yeah, I think what we're doing in the Wonder Lab by bringing together people from all these different disciplines to mm. make apps together, right? We're not mm. off in our separate corners. Right. I'm a child psychiatrist, but I can tell you about agile design. Right. My developer can tell you about uh, different behaviors and emotions and kids. We're all there doing it together. And we're working so closely with children and families that that's really where I think in healthcare and in digital health, we are going to move the needle forward mm -hmm. by creating tools that are not only reliable and valid, but are beautiful and they're fun and they're, um, they become essential. So where can people go to learn more about the yeah. Wonder Lab and the amazing work that you're, Wonderful. you're doing? Wonderful. Well, certainly um, if you go to the NYU uh, Langone website for yeah. the Department of uh, Child Psychiatry, there's information there and we can give you the links for that. Yeah. I think for parents who are watching and might be interested in being users and testers, mm -hmm. um, we're very interested in, in people who want to join us in uh, trying things out. Our first app is on picky eating. Hmm. Second app will be on temper tantrums. Third app on anxiety. And the fourth on sleep. Every parent wants advice and, and support. So you give, it's very you know, precise for your child and your issue, but it's mm. very important that we're really addressing the needs of all parents, mm. not just parents whose kids are having challenges. Right. What's your, your dream for the future? My dream for the future, uh, number one, is that every parent and every child has access to the best knowledge about child development and child mental health, and then access to the kind of support and services to maximize that child's development, enable the child to thrive. Hmm. And then from a sort of scientific and medical point of view that we are successful with the tools we're building and that we build the largest global database on young children's behavior and emotion and discover new things mm -hmm. and, and learn things that we don't know um, that can really transform the mental health of kids and families. Wonderful. Well, thank you for the thank work you. that you and everyone at the Wonder Lab's doing. Wonderful. And thank uh, you for the opportunity. We're, as you can tell, very excited about the work we're doing. Yeah. So Good. we appreciate it. Thank you thank so you. much.